On today's episode of Locked On 76 is the latest in the James Harden saga. It's only August. Could this thing get worse? We'll talk about it next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio here in Philadelphia, alongside, as always, my co-host and partner from the Inquirer, Inquirer.com, Sixers beat right extraordinaire, Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? What's up, my man? How you been, bro? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I want to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including right here on YouTube part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Keith, uh, still things going on there with James Harden, so we definitely we want to talk about that, the latest there, how things are going in China, what does it mean here in the States, uh, any more attacks from James Harden towards Daryl Morey and Philadelphia 76ers, if you will, in the sense. And also we got to talk about Joel Embiid, P.J. Tucker a little bit later. We'll get into those guys uh, in just a bit. But, Keith, uh, starting with James Harden again, going back to the earlier conversation we had about him calling Daryl Morey a liar twice, twice in about 30 seconds, as he laid out that he would never play for another organization as long as Daryl Morey is a part of it. And uh, then he decided later on to keep things going with the Adidas event. I was a little unsure what it was, Adidas or the wine or whatever it was. It seemed like it was an Adidas event. And he also uh, decided, hey, let's just go have some fun, ride around on the, on the little motorcycles, uh, sell the wine out there also, and just have have a good time and, and put out photos on social media as if nothing happened, Keith. <laughs> so, uh, there, I mean, how do you how do you explain now? And I'm sure you've done some more things because you've written some stories on Inquire and Inquire.com. What's the latest on James Harden, Keith, and how 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 do you expect this thing to play out? I mean, well, I, I guess how do I expect it to play out? I mean, I, I think it's going to be crazy. I really don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I think when you look at James Harden, his situation is a little bit different than than other players, and what I mean by that is he's made over three hundred million dollars. He has outside business ventures that he's making a lot of money off of. Um, he's also, if he retires tomorrow, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he's also seems to me to be a guy that you're not going to back into a corner. He's going to do whatever he wants. It's like, it's the principle of it, right? One of those. And um, I can see him trying to make this tough for the Sixers. And when you look at it, the problem is, is yes, you got 30 something million dollars dangling over James Harden's head. You also have the thing where um, if he doesn't come back, then his basically his career could be over. Right. But in addition, if James Harden says, forget y'all and I don't care, then next thing you know, this is a lost season for the Sixers and it could end up costing certain people their jobs. Right. So, 
to me, Joel Embiid's going to leave, possibly. You don't know, but it could happen. So to me, like, I think this is a, a, a sticky situation in regards to how it's going to end up, and it depends on how James does. But the latest is, you know, it seems like the NBA brother, we're talking about Kyrie Irving, you're talking about Andre Iguodala, we're talking about P.J. Tucker. All these guys have had James Harden's back, man, and they're all supporting them. And um, it's kind of sort of like, you know, we talk about player empowerment and and these guys are taking this thing seriously right about now. The the players supporting them doesn't really shock me because that's what players do, uh, especially if let's say they spoke to James Harden and James Harden told them whatever they told them. Mm-hmm. That's the side that they're getting. That's the information that they're getting uh, from James Harden. And naturally, they're going to they're going to appeal to the player and agree to the to what the player is talking about. So that doesn't surprise me, uh, honestly, especially when it comes to money. And I'm all about player empowerment. And as we've talked about in the past, I, I just look at this one. It felt like it was done the wrong way, especially when Keith. Look, I mean, he he had some options and he chose an option. One of them was to opt in or to opt out and hit free agency and see where things go. He decided to opt in and request a trade. So if he's upset about that, that's fine. He has a right to be upset about not getting uh, the money that he felt he was deserving of with the contract, not getting traded after he opted in. But he also did opt in. So just because you opt in and request a trade doesn't mean it's going to happen. It may not happen until the trade deadline. So that that's where my thing is. And, and again, I totally get where the other players support because that's what they do. They, they make sure that they stand up for each other against the, the rest of the board of the governors all around the NBA. And, and with it, you know, that any of the things that they have said, even Danny green, I saw him on television and he was talking about it saying if that, if there was some sort of promise from the front office, then James Harden has every right to be upset. So I, I don't I don't know um, where where this is going to go, but the player, the players supporting James Harden so far, that's not all that surprising to me because they're all going to do that no matter what. And uh, for me though, I, I still believe that both of them were wrong when it comes to Maury and and um, James Harden in this case. So, I, but I don't think you're going to hear from any owners or general managers or uh, president of basketball operations, people that are going to come out and in, in, in defense of Daryl Morey. Nah. And they see, and the thing about it is the only thing that I, it, the difference is in the past, there was a time when players were just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm staying quiet because I'm not trying to mess up my money. Um, and, and also you never know like what the situation is going to be like. Right. You know what I mean? Or you have someone say, look, man, James got paid a lot of money. His fault. To me, it just seems like the guys are starting to have a voice that they didn't have back in the 80s and the 90s. You know what I mean? You know, back then they was quite now again, guys are making a lot more money now. And and and, you know, uh, David Stern used to be the commissioner and now. David Stern's not. Things are a whole lot more lenient over this new over Adam Silver, right? I mean, so it's like to a point where they kind of the players kind of hijacked the league, like it's their league. So you know, it, it's just you know one of those things. It, one of those things get. It's just one of those things that 
got me now. The fact that P.J. Tucker came back and said, yo, I'm rolling with my guy. Not um, surprising. That's huh? not surprising to me. It's not surprising, but you got to understand this. P.J. Tucker is a sixer. So this and that. So he's still in that locker room. So it's not surprising, but it speaks volumes that you like, yo, I'm right. Yo, my man called the called our boss a liar. I'm riding with my bull. Like, you know what I mean? So, and then when you you hear like there was times when when PJ was in Houston that Daryl made promises to him that didn't happen. I remember so that. when I hear that, it's kind of like he's saying, Yeah, he, he does lie now. He does lie. You know what I mean? So that those are the things that if you know a little bit of the history, you're like scratching your head, like, oh wow. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, think about it. Uh, Kyrie came at Shams. I'm not not Shams. Woj. Why are you calling him disgruntled? Why? Because 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 they they weren't being transparent and this and that. Why can't you say the team is disgruntled? You know what I mean? So it, well, it's just different. Because technically they were disgruntled. <laughs> Talking about the team. No, the player. The player is being yeah. The players, but I get the gist though. What he's trying to say. Like it ain't, you know. I'm. It, I get what he's trying to say. Like typically, you don't come at national reporters like that when they have stuff like that. You don't come out and say like basically, and you know, like we said, you have they have players talk, and the way it all reads as if they probably he probably told these guys what Daryl said to him, and he didn't get what he said. He didn't do what he said. You know what I mean? So. That's that. That's all I'm saying with it. You know, what I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, it's an odd situation. It's one that I don't think is going to go away for a while, and we'll talk about it a little bit more because the MVP also, we think he hasn't said anything. We think he weighed in in a different way. We'll explain why and how next here on Locked On Seventy Sixers. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on to start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Take some time to visit FanDuel, to visit FanDuel, and include money lines, props, etc., on your team. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Every day is on the show. We'll join you on Friday to continue to talk more and update you on the latest with the James Harden saga. Uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. Well, Keith, Joel Embiid hasn't said anything, but I think most people, once they looked at his social media and they did their due diligence and figuring out what's going on, they saw that he had removed his location of Philadelphia from his social media account. Typically, I don't pay attention to certain things like this. That stuff will drop into our lap or my lap based on, again, other people seeing it. For me, Keith, it's a lot of nothing to me, uh, but it's something, of course, that people notice. They see what happened. 
they talk about it. And this coming on the heels of us finding out that Joel Embiid, while worried about making sure that he's in the best shape of his career when he comes back for the start of the season, that he's also in communication with the front office about everything that's going on as the head guy, as the top player on this team. Does that do anything for you that he removed his location from his Twitter account, but on his Instagram account, he did not? It, it, I mean, in, like in a way it does, in a passive aggressive way it does. I mean, if we're going to be real, like when you do stuff like that, you know, you can, there's it, always deniability, right? Like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. But when you, when you, I mean, let's face it, Joel said what he said the last time about here or anywhere else. Then he said he was trolling, but that wasn't a forum that you troll. So right about now, like when I thought he was wrong about. Yeah, I mean, but like, here's the deal, man. Joel Embiid said what he said that time, right? Now, all of a sudden, you got James Harden going out doing what he's doing, right? Doing all the crazy stuff. You see these reports where the Sixers now are again concerned that Joel Embiid might think about leaving right now we all knew that was going to happen so then all of a sudden processing comes off the thing all of a sudden the whatchamacall comes off now you can say that that's not what you meant but the timing is perfect to say to the 76ers stuff is falling apart right now y'all know what y'all need to do to get this thing right because what happens nowadays, whenever something goes wrong, players go to social media and take references to the team off the social media. They all do it. And everything, because they know that people are, are looking at social media and they're going to report it. Now, again, I think that it's something that you can deny, but at the same time, we can't overlook the timing of all this. You just can't. And he denied it. Just like he denied, he denies other things. You can't overlook it. He is, he's going to deny it again, but you can't overlook it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not saying it wasn't anything. It just didn't do anything for me where it has my antennas up of, Oh my goodness. He's about to request a trade. Well, he ain't about to request a trade, but what it is, is, to me, it's, it's, it's saying to the team, yo, are y'all going to handle this? Like, what's well, going on? How? There's nothing to do except to trade him. At this point, there's nothing he can do. They can't give him any more money. Talking about who, Harden? Yeah. I mean, they got to do something because if Harden, like, Harden could disrupt the whole season. I mean, I don't, they, they got to do something. They can what, trade him. What they can do whatever. Yeah, they, they can, can trade they him. Can but, trade him. So, uh, real fast, what could he possibly do? Uh, uh, being disgruntled. All right, what is he going to do? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. We, we, I didn't know what Simmons was going to do. Simmons did what he did. Uh, he handled it the way he handled it. What could James Harden possibly do? Just you know, you don't have to have the exact answer. Just something. What could he really do? That's going to make him look good. That now somebody else is going to trade for him. I mean, too. I don't. I don't think it's a matter of making him look good right about now. Like I, I feel like he said making himself comfortable. I mean, the, the thing is, the thing that like. You know, James Harden, and, and I'm not throwing this guy out there to 
to like I'm not taking a knock at them or anything like this, but they're in different stages of their career. Mm-hmm. James Harden is 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 not uh, Tyrese Maxey, right. a young guard who's on it on a come up, who has yet to get that second contract. So you gotta say all the right things, nod, be real. You know, you know what I'm saying. James Harden is a dude who's 34 years old who made over $300 million in basketball. If he decides he doesn't want to play again, then he just doesn't want to play. And also he has a personality to whereas he doesn't seem like the type of person that you can back into a corner and he's not going to, and he's going to like, you know, humble himself to that. And like, yes, boss, sir. Right. Not saying that Max, he's the same dude. He's not. But what I'm saying is when James has been a superstar for so long, he's not going to humble himself. He may not, right? So that's a chance that the Sixers had because if you got this thing hanging over your your head all season, this can be a lost season, and there can be some ramifications. And the ramifications are free agents are looking at this thing. You already have players talking. But free agents could be looking at it like, I mean, you mean to tell me Daryl did that to James? You can argue there wouldn't be a Daryl Morey's if it Daryl Morey if it wasn't a James Hart. That that I don't disagree with. Right. But but, but, but what I'm that, saying, yeah. but what I'm but what I'm saying is, and people are saying he did him that way, he did James that way. What can he do to me? And then you have Joel, like, yo, this is a clown show. You mean Back in the day, Nerlens was disruptive, asked for a trade, got out of here. Jalil Okafor did the same thing, right? Uh, oh, Ben Simmons did it. Oh, you know, all this and that. So I'm saying this to say is like it could turn out to be something that could just start the re- reboot button on the 76ers. That's all. That's what he can do. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that a lot of times – you know, we're looking at this like, dude, you better get your black tail back to work. You're making <laughs> this money stuff. He ain't thinking that way, dog. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's not. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, yo, like outside of Josh Harris and the ownership group, he made more money than anybody in the front office. No, I don't know. So, like, he looking at it like, nah, you ain't, you ain't like, nah, nah, this ain't no. You want you don't have power over me. That's what they that's what you got to be careful of. That's what could happen. All right. We'll see. Uh, because I have no idea what he could do. And as he made all his money, you're right, he will be losing money, and I'm sure he doesn't want to do that either. He already gave up 15 mil. He he when he could have He's not about to be happy that he's losing. How 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 much is it a day? If I, I don't know what the number is a day, but he's not going to be happy. Of course, giving up fifteen million and now have to start to relinquish more because of the fact that he's not reporting. He's not going to be happy either way. All right, man. Listen, let's uh let's let's wrap that portion of the conversation up. And on the other side, our final one, Keith. Let's talk a little bit about the schedule that came out for the in season tournament. How about that? It's out. And we'll get into it next, right here, final segment, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. Heath, Keith Pompey, I'm Devon Givens here with you on this Wednesday. And Keith, the in-season tournament, the highly much-anticipated, 
I don't know by who. Uh, In-season tournament, the schedule is out. My ESPN. <laughs> there you go. The TV, Mark. That's right. The TV partners. That's where it is. Uh, In-season tournament for the Sixers, who again are in Group uh, A. They are in the in the grouping of Group A with the Pistons, Cavs, Pacers, and the Hawks. And the schedule goes as such, Keith. November 10th at Detroit. November 14th in here in Philadelphia, hosting Indiana. November 17th at Atlanta and the final game of the group a tournament there November 21st home hosting Cleveland and that is the final portion for the uh for there and the Sixers are top seed of course they are in that east group a whatever I I don't like the the whole thing as it is but the schedule is out now whatever it's a bunch of like i'm looking at it like you know it's funny because somebody asked me yo man can you like they wanted me to break it down i was like break it down like i mean i could try but <laughs> the only thing i know is that the last game is going to be for the championship i mean for the, the thing like you expect like if the sixers lose i mean i don't know something about detroit going to like playing detroit playing indiana Atlanta might be pretty good, but it just seemed like the Detroit Cleveland game. Also. Huh? Cleveland also. Yeah, well, oh, Cleveland, that's the game. That's it. That's for all the marbles. But that's it. But, like, outside of that, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I, don't, I mean, it's, it's I, I'm, you know, all I know is that the Sixers, if they, if they, if Harden comes back, they should win the first three games if he comes back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that Cleveland game could have some excitement if people get up for it, if they get up for it. But I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not really. Now, who knows, D? This thing might be great. It might, but it right, might, you know, it might be like how the Union's game was yesterday, where everybody got excited over that. But um, right now, I'm not really feeling it. I'm yeah, I'm not all that. I'm not all that interested in, um, you know, in the in season tournament today. Maybe when we get in season, uh, I'll have some interest and see how it starts to play out. It begins on November third. Sixers don't play their first game until the tenth, so we'll see how how it goes. But right now, I don't have much enthusiasm about it. It's a game that it, there are games that part of that are part of the schedule. They're labeling it as the in season tournament. Right now, I don't have much interest in it at the moment. So, again, once we get there, maybe we'll see. And we'll see if James Harden and P.J. Tucker are part of this team. All right, Keith, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We appreciate it. Every dayers, we'll talk to you on Friday, updating you on the latest of the James Harden situation because you know this is not going to stop. Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us, man? Um, you can find us wherever you get this podcast at. We're free and available. Um, and then when you click on when you click on our go to our YouTube channel, but make sure you click on the Liberty Bell. Once you do that, you become a new subscriber and you get notifications when we have this podcast when it pops, right? But also you can follow my man D tonight on the Divine Given Show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, six to ten PM. 
on 97.5 FM radio, the Divine Giving Show. You can also find D on X or Twitter, whatever you prefer to call Twitter. it. <laughs> at Divine G975. You can follow me on X or Twitter, whatever you prefer to call it, <laughs> at Pompeii on Sixers, right? Um, and we want y'all to have a great day. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate everybody. We'll talk to you on Friday. Peace. 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 Oh, OD. Yep. Would you be the last question? Would you be up? Uh, do you think the Sixers are heavily favored to win that thing? That tournament, the tournament yeah. or their yeah. group play? Their group get, play. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they yeah heavily favored to win their group play. You think they win the tournament? That I don't know, but I think they will be one of the top teams. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a good enough answer. All right. See y'all. <laughs>